0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good God that today, you already know that today is another good day because this is the day that the Lord has made. And I don't know about you, but I am going to rejoice, like I always say, and be glad because I am alive living in it. How many of you know that you are still a part of God's plan? Thank you guys for joining in. This is Pearly Martin, the Pearly Martin with biblical principles for inner healing. You know what? This podcast is for mature audience only. If you want to grow, you have got to know. How many of you know that Jesus told us, he said, if you, are, if you continue my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth and that truth will set us free. What will the word of God set us free from? The word of God will set us free from a devil's lie. How many of you know that the truth sets us free I'm alive. We're getting ready to deal with some real live issues here today, today, today. Hold on. Wait a minute. We're going to pray first before we get in it. Father God, we just thank you for being in, being, being in the middle of us. We thank you. When well, you said we're two or three joined. there you are. Fill us, Father God, with spiritual revelation, with spiritual knowledge, Father, so that we can grow from faith to faith. You said those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, shall be filled Father God so as we come to you today with humble hearts with hungry hearts Father God thirsting after righteousness we thank you for filling us opening our eyes so we can see opening our ears so we can hear Father and giving us your wisdom imparting unto us spiritual wisdom Father so we can know how to do what we hear I don't know about you this podcast is for those who want to be doers of the word and not hearers only. How many of you know that God says he wants us to grow from faith to faith and glory to glory? In Jesus' name we pray. We're getting ready to get into it right now. We're getting ready to get into it right here and right now. Gotta ask the question because you know I'm nosy. So I got to know, are you building a tower a Babel? Oops, yep, I said it. Are we building our businesses, our ministries, our marriage, our friendships, our ministries, everything? Are we building it as unto the Lord or are we building it as unto ourselves? I, hey, that's a tough question, but we're getting ready to go in because we're deal with this issue right now. We're going to start with Genesis 11 where they was talking about the Tower of Babels. Hold on to your seatbelt. Promise me, I need your word, because as we get ready to get in the word, that you won't run when correction comes. Because you know what the Bible says, that God chastised those that he loved. And we got to know the truth to be set free from a lie, right? So we want to grow from faith to faith and glory to glory. This is just the time of instructions. That's all. Okay, so we're getting ready to get into it. And I I got to know, are we building a tower of Babel? Are we building our ministries as unto the Lord? Has he told us to do it? Or is it a good idea or just a God idea? Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait. Hold on right there. Don't you go nowhere. Okay, Genesis 11. We're going to read. It's talking about the tower of Babel. It says, now the whole earth had one language and same words. Ooh, okay. And as people migrated from the east, they found a plain in the land of Shephtonar and settled there. And they said to one another, come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they had bricks for stones and bitums for mortar. And then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens. And let us make a name. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, let us make a name for ourselves oh I gotta you know now you know I gotta stop right there because we got to deal with that are your ministry are you building a ministry so you can make hold on now are you building that business are you building even yourself are you wanting you know why are we doing what we're doing right we finna to deal with it hold on hold on don't go nowhere this is just the time. We say it all the time, right? Lord created me a clean heart, renewing me a right spirit. Okay. So in order for that to happen, we got to see, uh, we have to know our intentions and our motives for what we do, right? God looks at the, man looks at the outside and they're impressed, but God looks at the heart and says, you know what? We need to deal with that mess. He said, man, look, um, but um, we need to deal with the inner issues. We need to be able to deal uh, what's in us, right? So we can grow from safe to faith. Hold on. Just wait a minute. Settle down. Calm down. Uh, but then come, let us build ourselves. I'm going back to Genesis 11 and 4. Then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city. Let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heaven. And let us make a name for ourselves. So I'm some, I'm not saying everyone. This might not even be for you, but pass it on to someone else it is. But I promise you, before we finish, it's going to hit you somewhere. And and and, hey, don't run when correction comes, because we need this to grow from faith to faith and glory to glory, right? We say we want to go from faith to faith. If to to grow, we must move from the position that we're at so we can transition into the into a new new position. So all we're doing is we're going to jump another hurdle. <laughs> so we can go a little bit further. How about that? Okay, so stick with me. There's no condemnation. You know there's no condemnation. This My heart motive is not to condemn but to build. But in order to build, we have to tear down some stuff before we can build up some stuff. The Tower of Babel, they said that they was going to come. They came together. They was all on one accord with the same words. You know, everybody had the same word. You know, I don't know how healthy that is because we need different parts working together. Okay, same vision, but come on now. Okay, so anyways, it says, and the Lord came down to see the city and the tower, which children... Oh, 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 hold on, I, I need to go back to 4 again, Genesis 11, 4. Then they said, come let us build ourselves a city and a tower which is top in heaven, and let us make a name for ourselves. They were trying to make a name for themselves. Hmm. They weren't trying to make a name for the Lord, they were trying to make a... They're just trying to make a name for themselves. Are you trying to make a name for yourself are you trying to make a name for the Lord? Oh, hold on. Don't go nowhere. Stick with me. Okay. And then it says, there's no condemnation in it. Then we goes on to say, lest we be dispersed over the face of the whole world. Mm, let's make a name for ourselves. They was Being on one accord is a good thing, but being on one accord sometimes can be a bad thing when we come together with the wrong mission and the wrong motive and the wrong purpose and th- their mission, their motive, and their purpose was not God. It was so they could build a name for themselves and build a ministry for themselves and build a business for themselves and build a marriage for themselves. And and, and we'll, hold on, ho- 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 hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> we finna put God in it. Hold on, there's no condemnation. And so, and then the Lord, uh-oh, uh-oh. So uh, he- he- here, and then verse 5, Genesis 11, 5 says... And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of man had built. With the, which the children of man had built. Are you building? Your, listen here. They started building this tower. We, they started building this ministry. They started building this job. We start doing this. We start doing that. And we don't even have time for God. <laughs> they didn't even consult God. About their ministry. That, matter of fact, they didn't even have time. How many of us are building a ministry, a nonprofit, a business, a marriage, any whatever it is, and we don't even have time for God? Mm, and God come down to say, what, uh, let me see what they're doing. They have not, they lean into their own understanding. They have not acknowledged God in all their ways. Don't even, you can build for God and not even love God. It ain't for God. Really. It really isn't because God said, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge me and I will direct your path. Are you building a tower of Babel? Is that ministry a tower unto yourself or is that ministry a tower unto God? But you say it's unto God. Hold on. Cause here come a tough word. Warning. I'm just, i put the warning sign out here, but hold on. I need you to wait right there though. Don't run. Cause correction finna come. Okay. But we say we're building this ministry for God, but we only have time for God. We're doing it in the name of the Lord, but then we don't have time for the Lord. You say, probably, what are you talking about? Well, what I'm talking about is people are, they're not, they don't have any time for the word. I talk to people all the time and I say, well, when the last time you read the word? Well, last week, or I haven't read it in a while, but I, you know, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I'm in the ministry. I'm, I'm doing this, but I don't have time for God. I don't have no devotional time. I don't have no Bible study time. And and let me let me let me tell you this. Nothing or no one can take the place of your personal time with God. Oh, Although, no, wait a minute, there's no condemnation. How many of you know that when we take vitamins, those are supplements? But can't nothing take the place of the actual food? You're gonna to have to actually eat some food. And so when we're listening to other people preach, teach nothing. I don't care how much word you're listening to. Now, faith comes by here. But nothing can take the place of you fixing your own meals, your own devotional time, your own prayer time, your own opening up the word and getting in the word and saying, Lord, that's good. I heard what the prophet said. That's good. I heard what uh, Creflo said. That's good. I heard what T.G. Jake said. That's good. I heard what Joyce Meyer said. That's good. I heard what Pearlie said. That's good. What my pastor said, what my preacher or whoever on Facebook Live said. But Lord, I need a word myself from your word. Are you just living off of other people's words that they have received from God? Or are you getting in the word so you can hear from God? That's good that you go to Sunday. That's good we go Wednesday. But what I need to know is, what are we doing? Uh, even when you go to church on Sunday, nothing substitute. Those are vitamin supplements. And they are nutritious and they're healthy. And, and we need all of that. We need the prophet, the uh, prophet, the pastor, the preacher, the teacher, the evangelist. We need all that. But that, but outside of that, we still got to have our personal time with the Lord. I, you know what I say to the Lord? I say, Lord, I need a word from your word. How many of you know that when you get a prophetic word, when the apostle or prophet Giles come on, a lot of us listen to him or whoever it is that we're listening to that that's good, that's great, but we still need to know how to do the word that we're hearing. But not only that, that's a vitamin supplement. We got to know, we have to spend time in the word. Are you building a tower or Babel? Are you working for God or are you working with God? Hold on, wait a minute, there is no condemnation in it. But we have got to come back to the word of God. Otherwise, we're just living off, you know, it's kind of like sitting up and watching other people cook food. Mm, That sure do sound good. Mm, That sure is good. But until I go and take those recipes and put them together, I am not going to be able to taste to see how good it really tastes. It could have looked good. And God will give you you. God will give you a Rhema word. God will give me a rhema. If we those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, He has promised to fill us. When we're hungry for the Word of God, He God will feed us. He will give us a Rhema word. Blessed is he who hungers and thirsts after righteousness. Matthew 5 and 6 for they shall be filled. And a lot of times we're losing our hunger for the word of God is because we're so distracted. It could even be building. We can be distracted of doing what we call ministry. But how can we be doing ministry if we're not even spending time with God? It's kind of like Martha. She was so busy cooking the food. Jesus said, you're so distracted by all these things. But you haven't even took time out this morning. Hold on. Wait a minute. Don't go nowhere because there's no condemnation in it. God said it. uh, Lean not to your own understanding. Right? But in all your ways, acknowledge me and I will direct your path. Right? Lean not to your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge me and I'll direct your path. Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. And lean not on this King James version and lean not unto your own understanding and all your ways. Acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Be why be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. So when we're not acknowledging God, we're not saying, "Okay, Lord, what do you want? Every day we should be saying, Lord, what do you want me to do? Lord, give me a word from your word before we start anything, before we make our plans. We should say, Lord. What is it you want me to do today, Lord? What is it you want me to say today, Lord? I need a word from your word. What are you oper— What are we operating on? What's fueling us? What word? You know, I talk to people, say, okay, so what have you been studying? What have you been reading? Oh, I haven't. Oh, I haven't had time. I've been busy doing this all day. I've been. been what are we doing? No, Hold on. Wait a minute. There is no condemnation in it. But Jesus said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word of, uh, that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Hold on. This is a strong word because we have got to get away from this deception because a lot of us are living off the gifts. A lot of us are living off the gifts that God gave us, and we're not spending time getting to really know him. We're not getting in his faith. We're not. If I ask you, what did you eat in the natural? You could tell me what you have for breakfast. But then if I ask you, what did you eat spiritually? You haven't eaten for weeks. No, hold on. This is a strong word. And I know. But we can't, we can't do this. Because this is how deception set in. And without correction, we open ourselves up to deception. So here they was, they was building this tower. They was building this ministry. They was building this nonprofit, but they didn't have time for the God. They said they was building it for but it was a good idea, and it had something to do with God. But really, it wasn't about God because God did, he had to come down. He said, the, the verse says that, but God came down. He came down to see what they was doing. Then they said, come let us build ourselves a city and a tower with a stop in heaven. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we disperse over the face." And the Lord came down. Genesis 11 and 5, we're talking about the Tower of Babel. Are you building a Tower of Babel? There's no condemnation in it. It's not to say that God didn't say to do it. But what I'm saying is when we don't take time out, it, it, how, you know, when you're, I don't know about you, but I learned as a baby Christian, I say, Lord, I don't want to work for you. I want to work with you because to work for you is to sit you on the side and say, hold on, God, sit over here. I got this. I got this, God. You sit over here. That's building a tower of Babel. When we're doing things and we don't have time for the God who we say we're doing it for, that's a tower of Babel. If you haven't been in the Word for weeks, but yet you're building, you say, I'm building a ministry. You say, I'm a teacher. Okay, okay. Let me. let's even get on that too, okay? Because we don't just study so we can get a Word. We study because we need a Word. The Bible, the Word of God says, Man cannot live by bread alone. Don't you know that when we don't spend time in the word of God, we're going to be distracted by the things of the world. And so we're doing these works. We got these works. We got these works, but we don't have time for the word. And we say, well, I listen to this on the radio. I watch this on YouTube and that that's a vitamin supplement. Can't nothing take the think about this. We understand what it is to spend time with our loved ones. We understand what it means to actually spend time with our spouses, to spend time with our friends, to spend time with our... We spend time with people. We know what that means, to spend time with. In other words, I can't have a good relationship based with my kids based upon what someone else is saying. I have to actually go and sit down with my kids, sit down with my husband. I have to physically... Spend time with him. It's not uh, somebody else telling me how good my husband is. I got to spend time with him. Nothing can take the physical place of us spending physical time. Shut the TV off. Shut the YouTube off. Shut the Facebook off. And you and we must get in the word of God and study to show our own selves approved so we can rightfully divide the word of truth. I want you to say, there is no condemnation, but this is a very hard word. And the reason it is is because we got to break up that fallow ground because a spirit of deception is very hard too. But it just grieves me when people say, well, no, I didn't have time. Now I didn't have time today. Because what I hear when people say they didn't have time for the word, what I hear is, I didn't have time for God. Yeah, I went to church on Sunday, but I don't have time for God today. Even then, don't substitute. Church is a vitamin supplement. Okay, that's a supplement. That does not, can't nothing take the place of us spending time with the word of God. Get your tablet. Yes, let's go old school. Get your laptop, whatever it is you use. Get your pencil, your paper, whatever it is. And when we get in the word, say, Lord, this is how I say, Lord, I need a word from your word. I don't just study so I can do podcasts. I study to live. I'm studying to live. We have to stay in white alignment with the word. We're building ministries. We're building churches. And the apostles saying, build, 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 build. And we got to do that. And that's good. But make sure that while you're building, you have time for the God that you say you're building for. Because we can be so distracted by all the details. We can be so distracted by the things that we have to do to build the tower. That we don't have time for the God we say we're building it for that was so busy building so we can make an image for ourselves so we can make a name for ourselves we're building for God but we don't have time for God oh don't wait a minute the anointing of God will not rest and settle upon something that he did not give us permission to do it doesn't matter how good the ideal is I don't want good ideas Lord father we're sorry. We're sorry, Father. We don't want good ideas. We want God ideas. We're sorry, Father, for everything that we did. and did Today, when we get up in the morning, the same way we say hi to our spouses, we say hi to our children, we go to work, we say hi to our coworkers. But before we start our day, there's no condemnation. I'm telling you, I am telling you, God sees and knows my heart. And the purpose of this is no condemnation. But what I'm saying is we got to come back to God. He said, I see your works, he told the Corinthian church. I see all the stuff that you do. I see how you feed the poor. I see you do all this stuff. But there's one thing I have against you. You have left your first love. And all we've been doing is living on vitamin supplements. Have you been living on vitamin supplements? Or have you been getting in the Word and spending time with the Lord? Have you been spending time with the Lord? What is God saying to you? That's good that, that you heard what this prophet said or this apostle said or this pastor said or this teacher said. That's good. But what is God saying to you? That's a vitamin supplement. Man should not live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Turn off the TV turn off Facebook turn off Facebook live turn off YouTube and any other social media and just you and God sit there and spend time together when you out with your spouse when you spend you know what it is to spend time with your spouse that's how God want to spend time with you you know what it's like to spend time with your friends that's how God want to spend time with you you know what it's like to spend time with your kids He wants your undivided attention he said, "I have no other gods before me." Vitamin supplements. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But when we say, "I'm telling you," it grieves me. People don't even realize, but I cry. On the Holy Spirit cries. I said, "Well, what did you read? When last time you read? Well, I haven't had time. I haven't. But you're building. What are you doing?" So the, here it is. No condom up. Hold oh, on. Wait a minute. There's no con- Father, we're sorry for, for building our nonprofits, our ministries, our businesses, our marriages, our friendships, our relationships. We're sorry, Father, for not acknowledging you first. I'm going to sit here just for one minute because I'm sensing that a lot of us are sorry. I'll living them vitamin supplements. If I call and say, what did you eat today? You tell me all your breakfast. And I say, okay, so what you've been reading today? I'm not your teacher. I'm just saying, I love the word of God. So that's what I like to talk about. I love to see people grow from faith to faith. I love to see people um, grow. I love to see people grow in the Lord. But I already know if we're not eating, we're not going to grow. And it's good that we heard what Creflo said. And it's good that we heard what all these pastors said because we need them because God put the apostle, the prophet, the pastor, the teacher, the evangelist, he put them all in there to help uh, teach us and to help us, uh, to prepare us and equip us for the work of the ministry. But that don't take the place of our own personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, if we hunger and thirst after righteousness, we shall be filled. And the reason we've lost our hunger for God is because we're focused on the things of the world. And it can be a God, I'm I'm just trying to break the spirit of deception because we think sometimes because we're doing stuff in the name of the Lord or it has a Christian title or whatever, that we're doing it as unto the Lord. But whatever we do in word or deed, Colossians tells us, that we're to do it as unto the Lord Jesus Christ. Right? Whatever we do in word or deed, in giving God glory and thanks. Colossians 3.17, English Standard says, and whatever you do in word or even in deed, actions, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And a lot of times we're not giving him thanks because we're so busy. Don't be so busy with the work that we don't have time for the worship that we don't have time for the word what are you doing if we don't spend time with God and we're building are we not making towers of Babel because God had to come down to see what they were doing because we was leaning they was leaning to their own understanding I know they was leaning to their own understanding because they was talking about making a name for themselves and what they were doing they weren't doing it as unto the Lord because they didn't have time for the Lord they had not acknowledged the Lord hold on Wait a minute. You know there's no condemnation in this. I'm literally crying on the inside. I'm crying. I'm crying on the inside. Because I want I want us to get this. Even in our marriage. We think, God, I got this. I know how to be married. I'm a good woman. I know how to feel life. Right. What's good? Good compared to who? There's none good but the Father. Are we building the ministry? Are we building the marriage? Are we building the friendships? Are we building the nonprofits? Are we building the business? Are we building it upon the rock? Are we building it without God? Are we living on vitamin supplements? On what this preacher said and that preacher said and. God said, man can't live on on just a natural food. You know, we, we, uh, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, but we're not spending time in the word. And I'm not talking about listening to other people. I'm talking about us fasting, us praying, us seeking God's face individually. I can't just live off what you say. I got to taste and see. The Bible says for us to taste and see that the Lord is good. I have to experience it for myself. The same way I spend time with my husband. The same way I spend time with my children. The same way I spend time with you. With my friends. That's personal time. I pick up the phone and I talk to you. That's how we get to know each other. And that's how we have to get to know God. How can we live our life and say we didn't have time for the word? No, I didn't have time for the word. No, I didn't have time. I ain't read the word in months. but I'm building. What are we doing? Who are we doing it for? Is God coming down and is God having to come down and look at what we're doing? He, had, he said, the Bible say in Genesis 11:5, 5, and the Lord came down to see the city and the tower with the children of man, not the children of God, with the children of man had built and the Lord said, "Behold, they are one people; they all they have all one language. And this is the only this is the beginning of what they will do. And nothing that they propose to do will be impossible for them. This is why they was on one accord. But they see the thing this the thing that made this evil is that God wasn't in it. This is why you can see evil things prosper too, because you got a bunch of people on one accord." in one mind at the same place and they come together nothing is impossible for them the Lord said and nothing that they propose to do will be impossible for them the thing is that they was building the wrong thing but when we come together as believers and we're doing what we're doing as unto the Lord nothing will be impossible impossible if the world can do it, this is how the world is able to get stuff done. They get, and even if when it's an evil agenda, because this was an evil agenda. But God said, when we come together with one mind on one accord, nothing will be impossible. Right? But God, whether it's evil or whether it's good, but as believers, we want to come together with one mind on one accord as Jesus being the center. Not being distracted. Some We're, we're too distracted by the work. And, we, and we're working for God and not working with God. This could even be a ministry. Just working for God. We're just studying for a sermon. We're not studying to live. And so you know what that does? It makes us self-righteous because it, it keeps us from being able to see ourselves. We're not preaching at the people God has preached to me first, and then he said, go share it with others. I'm just really just, this is my Bible study. I don't just study to come on a podcast. I'm always walking around the house. Most of the time, I don't have the TV on because I'm being quiet, and I'm just trying to hear. Lord, what is it you want to say to me? Lord, you know, seeking the Lord, being still, being still, when I'm walking the track, I'm being still. I want to be quiet so I can hear. Sometimes we have to shut out, shut down the outside chatter so you can get a word. And that's good. I listen to Christian TV all the time. They say, I don't. I don't ever watch TV. There's no condemnation. That's just my relationship. Everybody don't have the same relationship. They don't, they're not, the, we're not the same. But all I'm saying is, we have to get back to the Bible. We have to get back to God's word. When we're building and we don't have time for the word, what are we doing? And the Lord said, Genesis 11, I'm on six. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people. They have all one language. And this is the beginning of what they will do. And nothing that they propose will be impossible. Genesis 11 and 7 come let us go down there and confuse their language so that they may not understand one another's speech so the Lord dispersed them from over the face of the earth therefore it was named called Babel because there the Lord confused the language of all the people maybe that's why their spirit of confusion is there because that's not something God wants us to to, to build, The devil is the art of confusion. But I'm, what I'm going to tell you is under the new covenant, if God did not tell us to do it, he does not have to uh, anoint it. God does not have to anoint anything. He, God will not anoint anything that he did not appoint. So how is it that we're so distracted by the work? That's the deception. The deception of it all is that because we got God in it, we think that God is over it. Or God, but we don't have time for God. There's no condemnation. God and His Word is one. Let, let's let's read this because I say it all the time, right? Let's let's say let's read this so so we can get this revelation. John one and one, right? John one and one says, "In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God." Right. So what are we're saying, we're saying that God in this word is one, right? In the beginning, I'm going to read English Standard Version. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. Without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not has, has not overcome it. Okay, so in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. God and His Word is one. So when we say, when well, we don't have time for the Word, we don't have time for God. But, no, God I hadn't had time for, for the Lord. I had, no, I hadn't read the Word, but I, we've been having revival all week, but I ain't been having time, you know, to spend with the Lord. What are you saying? That's a vitamin supplement. Anything, God said, i have no other gods before me. We can't, nothing can substitute us actually spending time with God. Nothing can substitute relationship with people. God loves people. And God wants us to spend time with him. He said, you have left, have you left your first love? Has, have you left your first love? There's no condemnation I need you to stick right here. I know it's a hard truth, but I'm telling you, this is a great deception. We have people lost in ministry um, working for God. It's not about working for God. They're studying sermons so they can have a sermon to preach. But we need to be studying to live. So the life, there's no fruit really on the tree. Because there's no fellowship with the God of the word who produces the fruit. There's no condemnation. Revelation 2, 4 and 5, New King James Version says, Nevertheless, uh, I have this one thing against you, that you left your first love. Have you left your first love? There's no condemnation. This is a very hard word, but we have to say this. Revelations two. Let's 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 start at the beginning. Revelations two. Let's start at the beginning. To the, it was to the church of Ephesus. Revelations two. Hold on. There's no condemnation in it. Because see today is another day. And um we get to do what God say right so we're grateful and thankful um, to the Lord for giving us another day but our motive has to be right for our mission and I'm seeing that people don't have time for God people don't have time but they're working for God but they don't have time for God but this is why we don't want to work for God we want to work with God like I said he taught me this as a baby Christian Lord I don't want to work for you because to work for God is to work in place of God Say, God, uh, in the name of God, because it's not even for God. It's in the name of God. And this is why the weight is heavy. I like to tell people, I don't work, I rest. Because whatever he say to do today, that's what I'm going to do today. I'm not anxious. I'm not in a hurry. It's whatever he say. Because when God tells me to do something, he anoints me and he graces me to do it. So whatever he saying for me to do today, that's what I'm going to do today. I'm not going to be anxious for nothing. God is a God of timing. There's no condemnation. I need you to hear me cuz this is a hard word but we got to get it. So we don't enter into the spirit of deception. And thinking and that's another deception. We think cuz we know Bible verses that we know God. But the truth of the matter is the devil knows Bible verses, right? He knows the word. But it's the doer. He said, "Be that's why God tells us to be doers of the word and not hearers only lest we deceive ourselves." For the doer of the word is blessed, and not the hearers only. Because that's deception. And the greatest deception is self-deception. And when we think that just because we know Bible verses, yes, God and his word is one. But to know something, to really know something, and to believe it is to act on it. Faith without works is dead. So faith comes by hearing. Let's not get it confused. Okay, faith comes by hearing. That's how faith comes. It comes by hearing the word. But our faith is not made complete until we do what the word say. In other words, we're not going to see the manifestation of that promise. Of that Bible verse that we know. The reason we're not seeing the word work is because we're not working the word. I say when we get a word, look for the verb. Because the verb is going to tell us what to do. So... Faith without works. A word without works is a dead word. Faith without works is dead. Right? So we got a bunch of Bible verses. And, but for some reason, it's like, it's not working. Why isn't it working? It's not manifesting. Well, go back to those words, those Bible verses that you know. And look for the action verb. Because the verb is going to tell you what to do. A verb is an action word. So look for the action word in the verse. Let's, why don't we do that? Why don't we go back? Greater is he that's within me than he that's in the world. What does that mean? We know it. A lot of people know that verse. But what I'm what I'm finding out is that when you ask people what does it mean, they don't know what it means. There's a lot of Bible. There's no condemnation. That's I'm trying. We have to we have to deal with this because this is deception, and the greatest deception is self-deception. See the Pharisees and Sadducees, they knew the word. They didn't know the God of the word. That's another deception right there. We can know Bible verses and not have a relationship with the God who spoke the word. In other words, um, because there's a logos and a rhema. And the logos is the written word, but the rhema is the revealed word. When When God told Peter that, Jesus told Peter that flesh and blood had not revealed to him that he was the Messiah, that was a rhema word. He said, but my father is in heaven. How many of you know that when we can read the word of God and understand it, the, Jesus said, blessed is he that can see, can hear, when you can hear, when you can understand what the word is saying, that's a blessing. That means that God is revealing to you what it means. Because with our natural carnal mind that we can't understand because the, uh, the natural mind cannot discern, it cannot understand the things of the Lord because they're spiritually discerned. The Holy Spirit, we have to have the Holy Spirit in us so he can reveal to us what that word means. But there is a great deceiver. And Satan is taking bits and pieces out of the Bible that he say is not true to make it say what he wanted to say. And that that's what he does, right? He's a deceiver. He takes the word of God and he twists it. But I'm telling you, if that word that you're believing is real, it should bring about the fruits of the Spirit. Patience, gentleness, kindness, long-suffering. If you If you're believing something... And you say it's God and it's not manifesting good fruits, then it's not God. Because an evil tree cannot bring forth good, uh, good fruit, and a, and, a, and a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. So if the seed is bad, the tree's gonna be bad, and the fruit is gonna be bad. So if you believe it in something and it's not manifesting the fruits of the Spirit, then it's not God. What you're believing is not God. Test it and see. Test it and see. look at your life. You say, well, Bill, my life is not, if my life is, if what I'm believing is not transforming and changing my life, because it's not us trying to do it. See, it's the, when we submit ourselves under the mighty hand of God, God said, I would grace you. I would give you my strength to change. I would give you my strength to do whatever it is I ask you to do, because it's not by might nor by power, but it's by my spirit. That's why we can't change ourselves. (laughs) <laughs> because if we could change ourselves, what would we need uh, the, uh, the, the Holy Spirit for? He said, to them that believe, the Bible say Jesus gave them the power to become sons of God. Okay. So, if the way you can judge if what you believe in is God or not, look at the fruit of it. Look at what you believe. See, because our, our mind, what we're believing it's causing us to behave the way we behave. If we're acting ugly, that's because we're, ble- we're thinking ugly and we're believing whatever it is that we're thinking is true. That's why we're acting it out. Guard your heart, for out of it flows everything you do. Guard your heart, Proverbs 4.23, for out of it flows everything you do. In other words, the issues that are in my life is coming from what's inside and it's still th- coming from what things that I believe. This is why we need to check our thought life daily. When our actions and our reactions are not God's actions and reactions, I'm t- that's, a, that's a red flag. We need to go look inside and say, Lord, okay, why did I do that? That wasn't you. That wasn't Christ-like. And of just saying, well, that's how I am. No, that's not. That's how the flesh is. But as born again believers, we want to grow from faith to faith and glory to glory. I'm trying to finish it up here. First Corinthians, I mean, Revelation 2, chapter 2. Write this letter to the angels of the church in Ephesus. This is the message from the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand, the one who walks among the seven gold staffs. Um, I'm really wanting to emphasize on verse 2, chapter Revelation 2 and 2. He says, I know all the things you do. I have seen your hard work, your patient endurance. I know you don't tolerate evil people. You have examined the claims of those who say they are apostles but are not. You have discovered they are liars. Help us, Jesus. You have patiently suffered from, for, without, for me without even quitting. Boy, we've done all these great things. But he goes on to 4 and says, But I have this complaint against you. You don't love me. Or each other as you did at first. I gotta sit there there's no condemnation please stick with this I know it's a hard word but deception is a is a false spirit that's a strong spirit and the worst deception is self-deception without the truth we can't be set free from a lie and so I guess I wanted to ask the question have you left your first love have we father forgive us because we're doing works we're building ministries we're building nonprofits we're building relationships we're building friendships without you because we have left our first love we're working are we working with Christ or are we working without Christ does he, have, does he have to come and look does God have to ask you what you're doing there's no condemnation but what I'm saying is when we don't have time for the word of God we don't have time for God. And yes, we're doing all this stuff in the name of the Lord, and we don't even have time for the Lord. There's no condemnation. Let's not be so distracted by the details. Not Let's not be so distracted by the works, by, by the business plans. Let's not be so distracted by the meetings. Let's not be so distracted by the uh, all the stuff that we have to do in the building. Let's not be so distracted. I got to do this and I got to do that. But what is God saying to you? What is God saying to me? I could tell you a conversation me and my husband had today. Why? Because I talked to my husband today. What conversation has you and God had today? There's no condemnation. I'm using these illustrations. I'm using these illustrations not for condemnation, but so you can see what I'm saying. I want you to see what I'm saying not just hear what I'm saying but I want you to visually see what I'm saying I could tell you the conversation I had with me and my husband this morning we said good morning we acknowledged each other and we talked a little bit on the way to work and said have a blessed day babe that was our conversation you know why I talked to him because I have a relationship with him What, what have you said to God today when we have a relationship with God, we don't forget to acknowledge Him because we have to be God-conscious. There's no condemnation. Don't go because the greatest deception is, is our self-deception. And as we produ- head to those, these end times, even the elect will be deceived. Don't be so distracted by the work that we don't have time for the work. Are you distracted by the work? How can we be building and not have time for who we say we build it from, when God has the blueprints, It's a daily plan. I know we think that we got it all figured out, but what is God telling you to do today? He might just say, sit still and study. But you say, no, Lord, I got to go do this, and I got to go do this. You know, I got to build your tower. But he said, no, I need you to sit down. And today I just need you to be still, and I just want you to spend some time with me. I want you to turn the TV off and I just want you to spend time in the Word. I do that a whole lot. I long for private time. I long for quiet time with the Lord. I look for it. I plan it in my day. I might pick my husband up a little bit early so I can sit in a parking lot and just read or do something. Do you long for God like God long for you? He said, but um, 2 Corinthians 4, he says, uh but I have this complaint against you. You don't love me or each other as you did at first. Look how far you have fallen. Turn back to me and do the works you did at first. If you don't repent, I will come and remove your lampstand from its place among the churches. But this is in, but this is in your favor. You hate the evil deeds of the uh, Nicol- Nicolaitans just as I do. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he's saying to the churches. What's God's complaint against us? I know for a fact that that would be his complaint against us because we have left our first love. And we don't love people like we used to because we're so busy trying to build. We don't even have time for people. We say time is money. When, when did time become money? God says to redeem the time. And when we don't have time for people, what are we doing? Now, I'm not just talking about because the devil will try to steal your time. I'm not, that's not. But what I'm saying is when we're led by the spirit of God, he'll let you know what to do and what not to do. No, today we can't do that because we're doing this. There's no condemnation. But I have to come back to my title subject, Genesis. Um, as Genesis 11? When we don't spend time with God's Word, we're, we're building towers of Babel. No, I don't, I didn't actually sit down and talk to him today. You know how weird that would be. And me and my husband get up in the morning. Don't say nothing to each other the whole time. Get dressed, drive in the car all the way to work. Don't say not one word. He gets out. That's weird that's no fellowship that's no relationship but when you have a relationship with someone you acknowledge them and God says for us to lean not to our own understanding but in all our ways acknowledge him and he would direct our path and anyone who listens to his teachings and follow it he says is like a wise person who builds his house on a solid rock Matthew seven twenty four through twenty seven English Standard says on verse twenty five it says though the rain comes in torrents and the flood water rises and the wind beats against the house it won't collapse because it's built on the bedrock and that ministry won't collapse if it was built with God and not for God but anything and everything that was not planted by God it will be uprooted because when the storms of life come it will collapse. But the wise man is the one who listens to the word and then follows what is the word. It's not just a hearer of the word, but it's a doer of the word also. Are you building the Tower of Babel? Are you working for God or are you working with God? Father God, we come before you. We say we're sorry. We're in the ministry, but we don't have time for God. He said, but Martha, you're so distracted. Are you distracted by the work? You're so distracted by the work that you don't have time, that we don't have time for the word. We don't have time for the worship. Are you so distracted by the work? There's no condemnation. Martha was distracted with much serving. She was serving, you guys. She was in the ministry. Martha was so busy. She was here. She was there. She was saying yes to everything and everybody. But she didn't have no personal private time. She was even in prayer groups. But that's not personal private time. She even led morning worship, prayer service. But that's still not having personal private time. There's a time when you have to shut the door and you and your husband just get together and have personal private time to develop a relationship. That's no distractions, no cell phones, no TV, no nothing. Nothing. In the same way we understand how we must spend. Some of us are crying because our husband don't have no time for us. God is saying, I'm grieved too because you don't have no time for me. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Let's put God in it. There's no condemnation. Today is a new day, but we have to say this. Because as we approach the end times, even the elect will be deceived. Deception is very tricky. And the devil will get us so distracted by building, by the ministry, by serving and doing all these things that we won't have. And and he don't have a problem with that as long as we don't have time for God. It can look like God and not be God. Because if we're not spending time with God and we're building ministries and we're building nonprofits and we're building businesses, but then we say we don't have time for God, Lord, have mercy, help us, Lord, no condemnation. There is no condemnation for those who are the sons of God are led by the spirit of God. Are you distracted by the work of the ministry? Are you distracted? by? Jesus said in Luke 10, 40, he said, but Martha was distracted with so much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to come help me. Are you so busy helping? Are you so busy serving? Are you so busy singing? Are you so busy preaching and teaching? Are you so busy building that you don't have time for the Lord? He said, I've seen you do all these things in Revelations 2. He said, but I have this one complaint against you. The Lord is saying to us, repent. We need to be God conscious. We need to be conscious of God. Like God is conscious of us. And we need to return. We talk about renewing our wedding vows. We need to renew our wedding vows with God. We need to have a committed relationship with him and not friends with benefits. Just come to him when we need something or want something. There's no condemnation. But I'm telling you, I know this word is hard because deception is a hard spirit. And right now, that's what we're dealing with. That spirit of deception and that religious spirit is coming down in Jesus' name. Because some of us have all these works and we're operating on the gifts and we don't have no love. And we don't really have time for people because we're so busy doing the work. Martha was so distracted serving. She was so distracted to helping. And there's nothing wrong with that. All I'm saying is that whatever we do in word or deed, we need to be led by the Spirit. Because when we're Spirit-led, the Holy Spirit will let us know. Okay, I mean, I've, I've, been, I've had to, uh, been delivering, you know, with are dealing with people. Really, I mean, all our lives we deal with people, right? But people that was addicted to drugs. You make and deal with them for a little while, and then he'll just pull you back up off on six months. Bye. We, we have to be led by the Spirit of God. We have to know when to go, when not to go, what to say, what not to say, when to help, when not to help, being led by the Spirit of the living God. But we want to be led by His way. We don't want to be distracted and stuck in our own way because when we're stuck in our way, that keeps us from being in God's will and God's way. We want to be led by the Spirit. So there's no condemnation. Today is a good another day, and we get to repent and we get to do what God says. So, Father, we come before you and we say we're sorry, because you said, Father, that godly sorrow worketh repentance unto salvation. So we're sorry to you, Lord. We're sorry for having other gods before you. We're sorry for building the buildings, building the ministries. We're so sorry working for working for you. We don't want to work for you, God. We want to work with you. So Holy Spirit, we ask that you convict us and convince us. And and Father God, we we want to be God conscious. And so in order to be God conscious, we know that we have to keep our mind stayed on you. We have to acknowledge you in all our ways, Father, so you can direct our path. Are you conscious of God like God is conscious of you? There's no condemnation. Father, help us to be conscious of you like you're conscious of us. And we won't just live off vitamin supplements. We won't just live off the preaching and teachings of others. But, Father, we come before you today and we say, give us your word. We want a word from your word, Father. As we turn off the TVs, the Facebooks, the internets, and everything, and we just sit out in our car or walk the track or just walk in our house while we're cleaning with nothing on so we just can hear and get a word from you. But you said that when we hunger and thirst after righteousness, Father, you will fill us. Give us hunger, hungry hearts. Help us not to be distracted by the winds and the waves and the things that's going on in our lives. You said no man can come unless you draw him. Draw us, Father. Take our hearts and turn them in the direction of your will. You said you can take the heart of a king. We bind the spirit of deception right now in the name of Jesus. We come against that religious spirit. We loose the Holy Spirit. Father, Holy Spirit, we ask that you teach us. You promised that you said you would never leave us nor forsake us. So as we hunger and thirst, Father, because our heart desires to fulfill your desire, we ask that you lead God, direct us. As we start our day again today, Father, we just started by acknowledging you in all our ways. And we say lead God and direct us into the will, into the way that you would want us to go today. Hey, you guys, share this podcast. I know this was a hard word because deception is a hard spirit. Because self-deception is the greatest deception. Father, we repent of every. We will not build towers of Babel. We will not create Ishmaels. We don't want to walk in front of you. We want to be led by you. We don't want our will, Lord. We surrender our will for your will. We surrender our way for your way. I don't know about you, but I'm so convinced that my way was the wrong way. I don't want it anymore. So, Lord, we come before you today and we say not our will, not our way, not our won't, Father. We repent for building towers of Babel. We repent, Father, for working for you and not working with you. We repent, Father, for not being led by your spirit. So, Father, we yield ourselves to you and say, Holy Spirit, lead God and direct us again today. We acknowledge you in all our ways, Father. And your promise to us is that you would direct our path. In Jesus' name, amen. You promise to lead God and direct our path. In Jesus' name, we're ending it here. You guys be blessed and be so, so encouraged.